Earth provides enough to satisfy every man's need, but not every man's greed. Mahatma Gandhi. Here is your country. Cherish these natural wonders. Cherish the natural resources. Cherish the history and romance as sacred as the sacred heritage for your children and your children's children. Do not let selfish men or greedy interests skin your country of its beauty, its riches, or its romance. Theodore Roosevelt. Hi, and welcome to the podcast Thought Pod Voking with your hosts Megan and Marissa. We're here to talk about all the thought-provoking aspects in life. On today's episode, we're going to explore the topic of global warming. So there's a lot of talk about climate change and global warming, especially in recent weeks because of the Paris Climate Conference that's happening. Um, This is a conference, if you don't know, um, where all the world leaders are meeting and trying to come to an agreement on what to do going forward about climate change. Um, And basically, this short summary is that climate change is real and that humans are definitely contributing to it. And though it may take a really long time for something like the world to grow into an uninhabitable place to live, um, the consequences of climate change are happening right now. And basically, if drastic things aren't done soon, they will greatly affect future generations. So thank your future kids, your current kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, etc. So although our generation may not severely suffer from the effects of climate change, future generations definitely can and probably will. So basically, the main problem is that a global consensus is hard to come by. Renewable energy at this point in time is expensive and it's really hard to implement. So for example, everyone has a car that runs on gasoline and the money and effort to get everyone to switch over to newer technology such as hybrid cars isn't easy. Like, can't really make a law to have everyone drive a hybrid car because that means they'd have to buy it and not everyone could afford that. So also a lot of newer technologies aren't as energy efficient as you might assume that they are. For example, if you've seen those solar panels um, lining the highways, though they seem like a great idea and they are a great idea, they're actually not saving that much energy in the long run, at least not yet. So the main problem is that although we can think of these energy efficient technologies, the first thing is to make sure that they are energy efficient. And the second is that they are affordable so that both people and companies can actually utilize them. And affordability can come from government funding and, you know, big people donating to these causes. However, when you look at the big picture, these large-scale energy-efficient technologies are mostly out of our hands. Besides, of course, using our individual voting power to vote for local and national candidates who not only have a good vision for environmentally friendly technologies, but good ways to implement them so that they're affordable and that the majority of people are able to use them. So, we're going to focus this podcast on how you as an individual can live a greener life because those bigger things you can't really do much about, which is unfortunate, but you could do something as an individual. And a lot of people have the mentality that just because you're only one measly little person that no matter what you do, you won't have a big impact, but you're wrong. If each individual person changed a few things in their lives to live greener, then collectively we can reduce our carbon footprint together. (laughs) And a little bit can go a long way. And Marissa is way better at me than living green. So (laughs) I will admit that up front. She does a way better job. I, I do think that I live green-ish, I will say, but I could do a better job and I care about the environment, so I'm going to try harder. 
<laughs> well, I feel like there's people out there that are way, way more uh, green than I am. So thanks for your vote of confidence. Well, <laughs> I wanted to read this uh, quote about from Dr. Seuss, the Lorax. He says, unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing's going to get better. It's not because it's true. Like, you know, you might think that you're one little person that can't make a change or a difference. Um, but what you choose to do every day adds up. And if more of us are more conscious of what we're doing and are just more friendly to the planet, it snowballs into a greater effect. Um, so we kind of broke out into different uh, categories of things to talk about. And the first one I guess we'll tackle is kind of the home, Mm -hmm. um, uh, a big thing that I do at home is really around like my food, I guess. Um, I personally eat uh, as organic as I can because I just have a personal belief that if things are made with GMOs or made with certain chemicals, it's not good for, first of all, the farming that we do in this country isn't good for the planet. And then it's not necessarily good for our bodies either so i definitely tend to try to buy more organic food when i can um but in general i'll just try to buy more fruits and vegetables because a lot of Mm -hmm. times we're buying packaged food single use food Mm -hmm. things that are microwavable Mm -hmm. it's just adds to a lot of waste and you know you have to be kind of conscious when you're in the store you know it it is appealing to want to buy things that are just easy and quick like the individual yogurts and stuff if you're you know, making lunches every single day can be kind of annoying to buy like the bigger thing. But in the long run, when you buy a bigger thing of yogurt and you parcel it out into reusable containers at home, it's better because you're using less plastic. And sometimes it's more affordable for you too, because you're not paying for the convenience right. of the, the cheap throwaway thing. Yeah. So if you look, if you look closely when you're grocery shopping and you look at the, was it the unit Wait, I think it is. I forget what it's called specifically. Yeah. But like you can see how much it costs mm-hmm. per. Oh my gosh, now I'm forgetting what it is. Versus, yeah. Unit price versus actual price. Something like that. Yeah. It's yeah, the, but the if you look at the little ones, yeah. like that are like, you know, if they're on sale for like 10 for 10, that's great. But usually they might be like 150. And then like a big tub of yogurt is like $6. Mm-hmm. And like, a, I don't know, you could do the math, but it, it's always cheaper to buy bigger. Yep, to buy things in bulk. Um, yeah, which is another point. It's like a lot of mainstream grocery stores, they don't really have this option, but at more like health food stores or more um, community-minded places, they will sell food in bulk. And you can actually bring your own containers and mm-hmm. you can fill up on beans and grains and you know, even peanut butter and stuff. And it's cheaper for you to buy it that way. And also better for the environment. Actually, I think a lot of, um, not a lot, maybe not a lot, but there are countries in Europe where they've done away entirely with packaging in the grocery stores. It's, and it's just people bringing their own, you know, glass containers mm-hmm. or reusable things. And I think that's amazing if we could do that and more widespread. And in our country, that would be a really big step. But, you know, you as a measly little person, um, <laughs> you know, what you choose to purchase um, matters in that in that respect um, and speaking of like reusable containers when you're purchasing um, you want to think about what your reusable things are made of like does it have BPA is it mm-hmm. made with all sorts of chemicals that are getting in the process of being created are they releasing uh, you know toxins into the environment into the water into the air um, and 
into your food when you when you eat it. So usually you want to go with glass um, when it comes to reusable containers. Um, when it comes to cookware, you really want to try to opt for cast iron and not really things that are um, Teflon. Teflon. Well, Teflon. Teflon's bad for you anyway. <laughs> not only is it bad for yeah. the environment, it's bad for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over time, it's going to scratch off and get into your food and mm, into your body. It's just not good. No, it's bad. But, um, but it's... The th- it's cheap. Yeah. Like you yeah. go to Walmart and like you need a frying pan like real quick and you're like, oh, this frying pan's $5. Yeah. Whereas this cast iron pan is 60 right. I'm going to go with the $5 one. But right. in the long run, it's not good for right. you. Right. It's not good for you. And, and you're going to buy more over time. Like you ha- really, as a consumer, you have to think, well, okay, invest now in this thing that's going to last longer over time or buy a lot of junk over time it's and true. have it break down, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like for example, I've gone through a lot of plastic Tupperware containers because, mm-hmm. like, they get gross. Yeah, and like if you microwave them, like they say they're microwavable safe, but then they get like this like gritty look yeah. to them, and it's like, ugh. So like recently, not. yeah, that's <laughs> not, not it's not good for you. So like recently, like we threw out like most of our yeah um, plastic containers and replaced them with glass. Yeah, yeah. And they have plastic lids, but yeah, that's just but for keeping them yep. in the fridge. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, and that's like, and I actually love them. Yeah, they're like better for you to reheat it um, mm-hmm. and to you know you're not getting that whatever's in the plastic isn't leaching into your food, especially you know if you're putting hot food into a plastic container, even if it doesn't have BPA or whatever, there still might be other things that are mm-hmm. kind of getting into breaking down because of the heat getting into your food, and so especially when you microwave it, but um. Yeah, and just about, like, when you're going to the store, being mindful of, you know, not necessarily bagging your food in plastic bags, you know? Yeah, actually, I want to bring up um, one of my friends, Melissa. I was over at her her apartment the other day, and she had reusable Mm -hmm. produce bags. Mm -hmm. I've never seen those. I have those. You have those? (laughs) I was like, how do I get these? I want these. She's like, I bought them at the supermarket. And I was like, oh, wow. It's like if you don't know those things exist too, yeah. like you're not gonna use yes, them. Sir, but yeah, do it. Yeah. I hate using those plastic. Yeah, bags. like anyway. what are you gonna? You can't reuse those. Like, you know, I um I do use plastic bags at home. I probably shouldn't because they don't break down as well. But plastic bags that come to I don't actually use get them in the store. But if other people have them, I'll take mm-hmm. them off their hands and I use them as trash liners. But yeah, those little fruit and veggie ones. Like, well, what are you gonna do with this other than just toss it in? I used to trash. put food scraps in them. Oh, okay. And then freeze food scraps and then make vegetable stock out of it. But that's the only thing that I would yeah. use those for. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so carrying your own um, reusable bags into the stores and remembering to use them over and over again and yeah. produce. Yeah, man, I wish that more people would use reusable bags. I wish I would use them more and not forget to go, like, to go to the grocery store without those in tow. Like, cause I, it's like, sometimes I'll walk in and I'm like, yeah, oh, I forgot them. Yeah. 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 I'm so mad yeah. when I do that. But, um, if you do forget them, it's fine. Just remember to recycle your plastic bags. Mm-hmm. And like, I also wish that like Massachusetts would have a law where they charge to yeah. use plastic bags. Some stores are doing that, but I it's wish not that it was a law. the board. Yeah. Like cause I know that they do that in some States. Um, I have a friend that lives in California and she was visiting recently and like we went to the store and we, we left with a plastic bag and like I bought something and she bought something and she was like to the cashier, she's like, we can just combine ours in one. Yeah. Like she had the mentality not to use more than one bag, yeah. but like it wasn't, in, yeah. it wasn't ingrained in me. I was like, why can't, like, why do you want to put it in my bag? Yeah. She was like, 
because it costs money in California. <laughs> a lot of times I'll, I'll actually go, not even just grocery stores, any store, like I'll go to a clothing store and I'll bring my reusable bag and I go up to the cashier and I'm like, oh, I don't, like they just immediately, they're, they're just ingrained. Yeah. You start putting it in a bag and I'm like, no, I have my bag or I'll say like, I have one thing. And I'm like, oh, I don't need a bag. And they're like, are you sure? Like, yeah. why do I need a bag to put my thing that's in like a container or a bag? If you have a big package, purse, you can just put yeah, it in a Yeah, it's like, purse. it's this little thing. Like, don't, you know, it's just so silly that, that you know, that that's just a marketing thing. They're just trained to put everything in the bag and the bag has the store label right. on it and walk out. Ooh, I went shopping here. But it's like, you don't, you don't need, need it. it. No. All the time. Yeah, that's actually. And then sometimes like, I mean, I, I think that a lot of cities will recycle plastic bags too. Mm -hmm. But if like you don't know if your city does or your town does, then you can just collect them and then bring them back to the store. Mm -hmm. Because almost all the grocery stores have plastic recycling centers. Where you can just put all your plastic bags in. But I feel them. like people don't do that. Yeah, I don't think people are It's just aware. like, it's like one more thing to do. Right. Also, not even that they're not aware. It's just like, right. it, it's like two more yeah. steps that they have to take. Right. And it's just, if you just like didn't collect them in the first place, you wouldn't have that problem. Yeah. And also, reusable shopping bags fit so much more than the little oh, plastic definitely. bags. Oh, definitely. You can so carry you can, so much more and you can put it over your, over shoulder, your shoulder and carry like a whole, like a mule, like up the stairs. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's yeah. why I like them more than anything is because I can take all my groceries up in one trip by myself. Yeah. What <laughs> um, other stuff in the home besides food and food storage? Um, your cleaning products. You know, a lot of cleaning products, conventional cleaning products are made with really harsh chemicals that are, you know, they do a great job cleaning the house, but they aren't necessarily good for your health or for the environment. Um, they might get into the wastewater um, and into the ground because of that, into the groundwater or into the air. And they could be an irritant for you or an allergen for you. Um, and they're just not good to necessarily get in your system. So there are alternatives. There are cleaner and greener uh products like i think even target carries like the method brand or something is, oh yeah is i buy that greener, it's like their greener version but there's great companies like i you at my house i use a lot of the honest company that's an online thing where you just set up an account and you can kind of get things shipped to you directly to your house um wait what is that called the honest company is it honest.com honest company is it honest.com or honestcompany.com one of the two it was um it's a California-based company that Jessica Alba started up um, maybe five or six years ago because she was really um, focused on her children and being frustrated with not being able to find healthy products for them. So they have a lot of, like, baby and um, okay. personal care stuff, but they have home um, cleaning products and, and stuff like that. So they're, they're a great alternative. But just do your research and try to look around for greener products either online or in stores. And honestly, a lot of things, you know, back in the day, our grandmothers, they were making their own cleaning products. They were doing it themselves. They were using white vinegar, baking soda, borax, washing soda, all that, you know, lemon juice, all that stuff. And it's kind of just become this commercialized thing that you need to have this cleaning. You need to have the lifestyle and you need to have this. You no, know, like you, you know, go to the store and you're like, bombarded with. You go to the cleaning aisle and yeah. it's like, what? <laughs> Like so every, I mean, days. how is, how are there three aisles for cleaning products? And like, uh, uh, usually like a lot of the stuff is like all purpose cleaner that yeah. like I buy, but I don't even, I mean, now I'm glad that you mentioned like the, the like the vinegar. I know, I knew about the vinegar stuff, mm -hmm. but, um, I just like, 
never thought to like clean my tub with like vinegar. Yeah, I'm. I use basically like in my tub, I use borax, which is this like white powder stuff, and just use like a scrub brush on that, and like you know rinse it down. And sometimes I'll use something from the Honest Company, like a tub cleaner or spray. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're kind of trained, I think, in this like convenient world to think that we need to have these products. Also, really I think that clean. people don't think that like vinegar can clean right, things. Right. I think like I've I've like heard people say like vinegar can't clean, but it's not true. Right. You know. Yeah, it's, I think it's, well, and usually it's it's a combination of vinegar and baking soda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like when it foams up, right? Mm-hmm. It's the chemical reaction. Yeah, but I yeah I think there was a, I don't know if it was like the 40s or the 50s, but you know like the housewife was flipping through the magazine and it's like oh use this product to clean your house and it kind of changed over and became very commercialized and i think we're just kind of so ingrained with using certain products to clean that we don't think of the old old timey like do-it-yourself homemade kind of stuff so it's a good alternative you know i personally started doing that um when i got out of college is because i've discovered i kind of had like sensitivity to certain chemicals and I was getting like red irritated eyes all the time when I would clean or mm. just like makeup I totally changed over like all my makeups and my personal care products too which is another point that there's a lot of irritants not just in cleaning products but there's a ton of chemicals in beauty products um and you know hormone disruptors and carcinogens and all this stuff that kind of like leads to cancer it's like you know big scary thing but on average women and men are using a lot of personal care products too but the average adult um woman uses about nine products each day with 126 unique chemical ingredients that was um a study done by the environmental working group ewg so yeah i think like that's kind of scary (laughs) my mom told me that like i was like i feel like i always need to put lotion on my hands and she was like, that's probably because there's a lot of chemicals in the lotion that you're using. And there's perfumes and stuff like that that are actually drying out your skin. Mm. And it's like stuff that you don't think about. Like the products you're using to like stop one thing are yeah. like causing another. It's weird. She's like, I just like, she's like, I didn't use lotion when I was a kid. It's like, it just like wasn't a thing. Yeah. But and um, I don't know. She was like, she told me she was like, always buy the lotion that has Vaseline in it because mm. that's what is hydrating your skin. It's not like all the stuff like she's like always buy like non-perfume stuff and unscented things. Yeah, things that aren't scented and you know, it's it's been a, a battle for me in the past 10 years or so to try to find things that are more green and just have less chemicals, but things are really popping up now. Like there's Entire, like I said, Honest Company, they have a lot of good personal care stuff. But there's so many things out there. Burt's Bees. Um, there's a company called Yes to Carrots. Like, you just Google a whole bunch of stuff for, like, greener personal care stuff. And there's things all over the place, you know, in regular stores now popping up. Most of the things you have to kind of buy online. But even in convenience stores, they're doing it now. Um, but I would really recommend people check out Environmental Working Group. So EWG, go to their website and check out Skin Deep. Is this database that they have where you can pretty much look up any personal care product, makeup product, whatever. And based on what they've rated and done tons of studies on, they give it a certain rating of toxicity of that particular product. Mm. So, you know, you want to 
try to stick to things that are like a zero to a three and they're in the green zone and they have things that range all the way up to 10 which it can be very toxic or very irritating and those are in the reds and just you know just for fun like not maybe not fun but i think you, it, would be, right? it would be scary not <laughs> just for, fun just for scary <laughs> like take the stuff that you use the most and go to that website go to skindeep.com and see what are my products rated as and just get kind of get your eyes open a little bit to see what you're putting on your body and on your face and into your blood and you're on your skin every day yeah okay so here's a question if you want to change over all your products but like all your other products are like half used what do you do with them i mean really just assess what you really use are you really going to use a half stick of lipstick you haven't used in a year you might feel bad but toss it if you don't use it also don't you you don't want to have makeup products for that that's long you know they're picking up germs from reusing them um but yeah if that's not affordable to you to just like chuck everything out all at once do it as gradually yeah you use something up okay let me replace it with something better let me do my research and see something that works and sometimes it can be a bit of a struggle I've, I've personally like with in the deodorant department it's been a little bit different because everybody's body reacts differently to different deodorants and when you switch over to a natural one natural ones don't have aluminum which um, is actually really bad for you it's uh, been linked to breast cancer but it's not in natural stuff and that's what's like really works in the deodorant and an antiperspirant um, so you have to really kind of experiment when it comes to deodorants because sometimes it can be harder to find. But I don't know. In the long run, I'd rather know that I'm not putting something that could potentially cause cancer into my lymph nodes every day. <laughs> don't know about that <laughs> aluminum thing. Thanks, Marissa. Now I'm going to go to sleep. Can't sleep tonight. Um, well, yeah, deodorants. I mean, there's like people that have to have like prescription strength deodorant. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I I don't know if I would be one that could like move over to like a natural <laughs> one, like you said. It's it's all. Um, you'd have to find the right product. You do, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's an experiment. Um, but yeah, so that's what and, I've got for like personal. Well, and also clothing. Yeah, so you yeah. um mentioned to me that like you often will go to like swap parties yeah in like swapping that's, events and i've done yeah, that that's too stuff that we've done together we've done it together like in the past couple of years um and like shopping secondhand like going to savers or goodwill um and there's also a number of websites out there that are just like if oh, you yeah. have something that you don't want like yeah. you can post it to like a website that's like compiles things that are in your community or your neighborhood mm-hmm. and like there might be someone like down the street who like doesn't want a tv and you need a TV. Yeah. And like you could find that on there. Well, and then, I, or if you wanted to get great. rid of a TV yeah. and like you didn't want to like go to like find a recycling center, maybe there's someone that could use it if it still works. So there's stuff like that. And also like it saves you money. Like I never go into department stores anymore and shop for clothes. Yeah. It's way too much money. And then you think about it and you look at a shirt and you're like, how could a shirt be yeah. $40? Right. It doesn't cost them as much to no, make it. No, it costs them two cents to make this. Like, <laughs> ugh, it makes me so angry. But then I go to Savers, and it's like, oh, I can buy this shirt for $3? Of course. Yeah. And you feel better knowing that somebody else has, maybe they bought it new, but you're giving it a second life, and it's not just going to go get dumped, and you're not just putting your money into something that was just made new and went through the whole process of, you know, it goes from... 
takes a lot of yeah, energy to make a shirt. It, think about the pro- the life of things. It takes a lot, you know. Yeah. So it's good to try to buy things that are, are just somebody just didn't want it anymore. But I know I sign no brand good. new things at Savers. Yeah. Tags on them. Yeah. And like never been worn, for like five dollars. It's like whoa, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. Um, yeah, we've done yeah. that for home good things and for like you were saying furniture like a a lot of the stuff we furnished our house with we did get out of ikea but a lot of the times we were on craigslist our dining room set came from there and just Mm -hmm. you know you just find great things that other people just don't want to have and you're helping them out by offloading it and you're not contributing to the cycle of you know the new stuff yeah and if you have stuff to get rid of just donate it if it's in good shape like don't throw it away yeah no like i don't, don't understand people that do that <laughs> like i i remember i just remember college like just like seeing like furniture and stuff like in piles of trash that was and like i Bruce and i were roommates as you yeah. guys know like i remember when we were moving out our junior year we were like how can people do this and like we were like picking things up out of it and like you would come back i remember you came back into the room and you're like does anyone want this i found this in the trash <laughs> like i don't want this to get thrown away yeah it shouldn't I, be in the trash i had a job on campus in the summer and i would I'd go around each apartment to check the phone lines physically check the phone lines and the stuff that people would leave at the be- like at the end of the I school year like, just like a t- ton of things i'm like what the heck like, there's nothing wrong with this stuff and they just didn't want it but they would just leave it there and then facilities they were you know overwhelmed to they're not gonna take that and go donate it or whatever so they just chuck everything so just (laughs) that upsets me be mindful college kids if you're listening (laughs) don't throw your stuff away (laughs) donate Donate it it. (laughs) (laughs) otherwise marissa and i will come to your rooms and take it ourselves um all right so another thing speaking of just speaking of donating and not just throwing things away is recycling um recycle and reuse everything with a conscious don't mm-hmm. just throw things into the landfill and recycling is much easier now um it used to be that you have just had to sort all your recycling like aluminum cans in one like plastic bottles in another bin and then um paper glass paper now most cities you just throw it all in one bin and it it gets recycled as far as I know, I mean, you have to, I would advise like if you just moved to your city or you haven't been recycling, like you should to go online and go to your um, city or town's website and look like Checking there usually it. is a trash and recycling link. Um, so you should click on that and see what can be recycled. Some, some things like pizza boxes can't be recycled yeah, still. I don't like, it. yeah, like a lot of people think they can recycle pizza boxes, but I don't think you can. Yeah, I don't think so. And I actually recently, I I always thought that egg cartons were, but at least where we live, egg cartons aren't like actually recyclable. The little cardboard kind, really, for the same reason because I I think it had to maybe I should yeah. I didn't know that. I'm glad you told me that. Yeah, I, I've been tossing them in forever, and I just like recently read something. I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, so okay, yeah, I learned something. Checking new. your local listings for what the right thing is to do it's definitely advisable because you know you don't want to be recycling incor- incorrectly and somehow messing up the process yeah mm. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> also um disposing of things properly mm-hmm. like you can't just throw a tv out in the trash right right i know people do it but you can't 
can't. You yeah. shouldn't do you that. You have to either, at least where we live, you can do, I think, curbside pickups if you right. call the city or they have certain days where you can go and recycle things. So check out the, you know, your local government or local communities, schools, churches, businesses, Mm -hmm. a lot of times have that. Um, And even big stores now, I know Best Buy takes a lot of stuff back, uh, which they should, you know, corporations, Mm -hmm. you know, and companies that are putting out tech and electronic companies, they have a responsibility. If you're going to create it, they really have a responsibility to the consumer um, to take it back and try to recycle it or at least get get rid of it in the best Mm -hmm. way that they can. Um, so I've, I've taken a lot of stuff to Best Buy if I just have like a cell phone or something that's just totally dead or outdated like it's, don't don't just dump that stuff into into the trash because it's not good um, it won't it definitely won't break down and there's stuff in it that could really you know get into the ground and mess up in the ecosystem mm-hmm. um, and speaking of that like we were saying clothes donate but sometimes things are just so old and worn out that you can't you know you have a pair of running sneakers that you wore for three years and they're all worn out there are certain companies like nike they'll take it back you can bring stuff to their stores i recently brought 10 pairs of shoes to their factory store and they reuse that rubber and turn it into other things um you know know different shoes so wait the nike factory the nike fact well um so we you know we live in massachusetts and there's a outlet store in rentham nike they take the shoes back there and I, i looked up online and they actually turn it into like um, not the, I'm trying to, the word I want to say is turf, but it's not. It's like they turn it into like playground, like rubber for playgrounds oh. or like tracks and stuff. So it's actually like, know that. yeah, it's that's great. Really don't cool. just toss your stinky smell. I don't shoes. think people know that. Yeah. Like that's the problem is that like people don't know, they don't know where to like put programs. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to um, things to do like around the house. For example, shut the lights off when you're not in a room. Mm-hmm. This, like, I was guilty of this all throughout my childhood and teenage years and college years. Like, my parents would yell at me, but it was more for, like, <laughs> economical reasons, yes. not, like, environmental reasons. But they were like, why don't, why do you leave the lights on in your room when you're, you're watching TV yeah. downstairs? Yeah. And, like, my mom, like, could not understand that. I'm like, because I'm going to go back up to my room in three hours? <laughs> She's like, turn the light off not when you're not reason. in the room. Yeah. And, like... I just like just didn't when you're not paying the bill too mm-hmm. like when you don't see your consumption yeah when you're a kid and yeah. you're a teenager and you're like living off your parents like it makes a huge difference when you're living on your own and you get the electric bill you're like what <laughs> i didn't know that that cost so much money to leave the lights on yeah. um but it, that's like probably the single easiest thing you can do yeah is to shut the lights off when you're not in the room yeah. and also replace all your bulbs with energy efficient bulbs mm-hmm. which are i think they're like the same price now as the old ones or most stores like don't even sell the other ones anymore. yeah i don't think so i think they've been they've just out. been like converted but like i know other people have like old light bulbs still yeah and it may not seem like a big thing but a lot of appliances that are plugged in they can kind of just suck up phantom energy mm-hmm. when they're not in use so it's kind of good to go around and, you know, turn power strips off if you have multiple things plugged in or if you have something that's not going to be used all day and you only use it for five minutes, you, you know, don't keep the blender plugged in forever and don't keep the coffee pot Yeah, I unplugged the toaster. Yeah. Like that doesn't make little sense to keep like that, that plugged in. And, yeah, the little appliances. And, like, com- my computer I try to unplug if it, it's off, like the laptop if it's off. Mm-hmm. Um 
cell phone chargers. Yeah, don't keep that plugged in all day because that also doesn't. I think it drains down on the efficiency of the actual charger. I think if you just leave really over time, I think if you just leave it plugged in, it doesn't work as good. Um, But yeah, and like you know, simple little things when you're brushing your teeth, don't just have the water spilling out of the spout. You know, turn it off in between and just you know you can brush your teeth without the water. Yeah, I, yeah, that was another bad <laughs> habit that I had when I was a kid. I used to leave the water running yeah. when I was brushing my teeth, but there's no reason to. Yeah. Um, um, and people, you know, we're not personally we're not homeowners, but you know, buying energy efficient appliances mm-hmm. if, if if it's time to replace or if you're you know buying a home, making sure that they have them and just doing some kind of energy audit in your home, having a company come out, you can Google that and find different places that are you know. A lot of your utility companies will come out and give you an assessment and making sure that you're insulated. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a lot of heat will escape through like windows, like shitty windows, yeah. or like if there's a draft under your front door or mm-hmm. something like that. You're just wasting a lot of energy and money and money. <laughs> yeah, like another thing is like if you're energy efficient and if you're like more aware of like environmentally friendly things you're gonna save money yeah like in the long run like yeah. i'd want i'm curious to see like how much money you've saved like after switching over like all your stuff because i mean i'm sure from college like since then you've been more environmentally conscious yeah than yeah definitely i mean me I, too. I, de- I wouldn't have any way of like knowing but i, I definitely think just the mentality too you know as a consumer i have a mentality of if i don't need it i don't buy it you know, and that's a hard thing to kind of drill into the average everyday person in our society. We have this idea of like, oh, we need more to fulfill us. And we're always bombarded with this idea of be a consumer. Like the biggest thing for you to is mm-hmm. consume. Like, you know, we're in the holiday season right now. And it's like, oh, oh God, Christmas yeah. shopping and getting everybody presents. And it's like, I, personally, I don't get caught up with that because I just don't have value on having lots of stuff. You know, like I, I'm happy with things I have and I get things that I need mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, a lot, I get things that I want that I don't actually really need to have around, but I don't feel like I overindulge in having the next tech thing or just having a lot of stuff. Like I don't have a wardrobe that is tons and tons of stuff and mm-hmm. I'm always buying new clothes because I wear what I have and if I don't wear it, I donate it and get rid of it. And it's just having this idea of trying to like live living smaller and more minimal and really using what you have frees you up in terms of time and money and you're better on the environment but also just like mentally you don't have you don't have a lot of things that you're taking care of yeah you don't have too much clutter it's just you have freed up mental space Mm -hmm. and like there's less stress on you so really being a mindful consumer and trying to assess how your stuff is really like ruling your life and if you can rule your stuff better just you know it's better for the planet and it's better for your mental health (laughs) um another thing is traveling so i don't think a lot of people realize this but flying is not environmentally friendly planes are super shitty for the environment um and if you take one, I forget, there's like tons of statistics online, but like if you took like one less like plane trip, like you're, you're making a big impact on the environment or mm. something like that. All and like so fuel. many people like for their jobs, just travel on planes. Like they don't really have any other choice. It's like, yeah, you sign up, you like, 
get hired for this position and it, like you have to travel at least five times a year. You can't really do anything about that. I mean, unless you could like have the option to like take a train or to drive mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the destination, but sometimes you can't. But however, like if you're taking like a trip um, to somewhere that isn't driving distance and also in flying, it's like people fly to New York from Boston. Why? Because you why? get there in an hour instead it's, of three. It's <laughs> stupid to me. Like, I don't understand that. Like, why would you ever do that? Drive or take the train. Um, especially like that. And like to even to DC, like from Boston, it's a, it's like eight hours. It's a long trip, but you can do it. You can do it in one day. Don't fly. <laughs> um, speaking of driving, just try to drive less in general. Like if you can walk, if like some something's like a mile away, yeah, you can walk to it. Like I don't know, it's hard for me to do too. I'm like I don't feel like walking. I'd rather just drive. But if it's like summer like why not yeah just it's better that's better for you you're getting out and active and biking too you know if you have it's some maybe it can be difficult in your city yeah it's like i think that massachusetts doesn't have the best like lanes and stuff for like yeah. for biking like yeah. it's better in other states but um yeah definitely more out west you definitely too. vote for people who are <laughs> want to put more biking lanes in mm-hmm. um and also, if you bike, just be careful. Like, just know the rules of biking. Because, like, I don't even think a lot of drivers know the rules. No, I don't think so. Like, if, like, someone, like, has their hand out to the left, like, I think people mean? are like, what does that mean? <laughs> They're waving at me. <laughs> does that mean they're merging into my car or taking a left? Um, and I know that some people also, like, carpool to work, too. Like, if you mm-hmm. find that, like, you have coworkers that live, like, within, like, five miles of you or, like, are on the way, like, I would just advise, like, maybe you guys can carpool together. And then, like, you can share gas costs and, like, switch off and, like, who's driving. I know that's hard to coordinate. Or, like, some people will carpool, like, with their spouse or their partner mm-hmm. Or, um, like, a roommate or something like that. Like, if whoever you live with, if they're working, like, on the same route. Yep. Carpool. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah. If you have the same hours. Like, uh, it, it doesn't always work. Like, if you're going in different directions, obviously, yeah. that's not going to work. But, like, just try it. Yeah. Whatever you can do. So, yeah, it really just comes down to you as an individual just doing the research you know get mm-hmm. out there the internet is amazing you can find all sorts of stuff you know, blogs and other podcasts and people that have done research on how to be greener and live more mindfully and just be an advocate in your own life you know don't be lazy <laughs> yeah. figure out what works and and try to contribute to the planet being green um one thing I really wanted to recommend is for people check out the story of stuff project. So I think it's just the story of stuff project.com and view. They have a couple of different short documentaries. One's the story of bottled water, the story of cosmetics and the story of electronics. And you can really take a deeper look at where our stuff comes from and the whole process of it going from, you know, being made to being destroyed. And it's really eye opening to kind of see the process of, you know, even just a bottle of water, like what, how that impacts. Oh yeah. I don't buy, don't buy bottled water. Like, <laughs> like that's an, like, if there's two things you guys can do, turn off the lights and don't buy bottled water. Like, <laughs> don't do it. Like why? I don't understand why people do that. If you have, you have running water, 
Yeah. <laughs> like, if you ever bread a pitcher, like, just buy a, a Nalgene bottle or, like, a, buy a bottle. Just buy one and then never buy plastic ones again. All right. So that's it for this week. Um, live green. Do a better job. I hope the, the earth doesn't burn up. While I'm alive. <laughs> Forever. Forever. <laughs> um, if you have any comments related to climate change or any tips um, on what you're doing around the house or in your life, we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us at thoughtpodvoking at gmail.com or call us at 774-701-0141. Um, also be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at thoughtpodvoking. Podvoke, and you can like, like us on Facebook at Thought Podvoking. Let every individual and institution now think and act as a responsible trustee of Earth, seeking choices in ecology, economics, and ethics that will provide a sustainable future, eliminate pollution, poverty, and violence, awaken the wonder of life, and foster peaceful progress in the human adventure. John McConnell, founder of International Earth Day. Wind, water, heart, go planet! By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's our powers magnified. And he's fighting on the planet side. Captain Planet. He's our hero, gonna take pollution down to zero, gonna help him put us under bad guys who like to loot and plunder. <laughs> We're the planeteers! You can be one too, cause saving our planet is the thing to do! Looting and polluting is not the way, hear what Captain Planet has to say! The power is yours! Copyright whatever channel that was on. <laughs> Captain Planet. <laughs>